This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Got a few things to talk about this week in the dining and culinary scene here in our fair city, including news about a forthcoming Hmong restaurant on the northwest side. The Bartolotas celebrate 30th anniversary. And then uh, Ann's favorite beverage, tequila, there's going to be a special focus bar just for Ann. <laughs> but we're going to kick it off with uh, news about Ruda. You know Ruda, yeah. right? Crossroad Collective? Yes, I do. I do. So the Indian restaurant is planning to leave Crossroad Collective Food Hall. They've been a vendor there since 2021. They will be opening over next to Purple Door Ice Cream, a former spot for, remember that place called Bowls? I do. Gosh, yeah. I like that place. So Too they, bad that closed, but anyway. So Ruda will be open the restaurant over there and uh, be just simply called Ruda, according to the story in uh, Journal Sentinel. She would also bring the same menu, but she would expand the menu and have a dedicated menu for vegetarian and vegan dishes. There will also be some salads and curry bowls and Hanwell non-witches. Hmm. Non-witches, you know, non, the bread. I get that, yes. Yeah, okay. I kind of like that. I, it's, I might, a, it's cute. You I know? might trademark that. <laughs> <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. It looks like she's going to be open in April. And that's around the corner from uh, where we are here in uh, Walker's Point. So another option for me to go get some food. Because it's been kind of desolate for lunch around here where I'm at. And Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Well, we won't even talk about lunch. how desolate it is where I, I work. Oh. Desolate for lunch. Yeah. Also, I got a, some news about uh, among a restaurant cuisine coming to the northwest side. According to Urban Milwaukee, uh, the restaurant slated open side the former 5XEN Super Asian Market, located at 6318 North 76th Street, and would offer dishes like larb, red curry, chicken soups, and more. It will basically be a very simple menu, emphasizing on more to-go options. The article didn't have uh, any dates. Uh, mm-hmm. when it's supposed to be opening, but I do love to. Tr- I'm glad to be another option for Hmong cuisine in the city. Coming up on this bites, we'll continue our conversation. The Bartolotta restaurants will be celebrating their 30 years in business. We'll talk about what they have planned. Uh, we also got news about a uh, tequila mezcal bar, and I know you're just foaming at the mouth when I said that. Foaming, uh, wow, foaming I at am the mouth. foaming. <laughs> And you want to share a recipe you tried that's from the show, The Bear. Yep. That's all coming up on This Bites. We'll be right back. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the Honor System. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. We're back on this Bites, Milwaukee's longest culinary podcast. The wonderful, talented Ann Christensen with me. Tariq is what they call me. <laughs> the Bartolotta Restaurant, celebrating 30 years of in the restaurant business. I wasn't even born. You were... You were in your 60s or 70s? Oh, so (laughs) clever, Tariq. So clever. Their very first restaurant to open was Ristorante Bartolotta, 
or Barcelota, as I think they pronounce it, in Wauwatosa. Were you at the opening? Did you go to the opening? Back then, I was not reviewing restaurants. That was oh. our my predecessor. So, oh, what were you doing back then? I was doing fact checking from, oh, from Milwaukee Ma- Magazine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was I doing 30 years ago? Uh, oh, God. I was still in college. Yeah. I was still nice. in college. Uh, yeah. So the Bartolot is <laughs> sidetracked there. Uh, celebrating their uh, 30th anniversary. Again, Restaurante Bartolotta back in 1993. And of course, they have many other restaurants. Do you have some of your favorite restaurants, Bartolotta? What's your favorite? I'd say Restaurante in Wauwatosa yeah. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I dig Harbor House when I have a little money to spur. I dig yeah. Harbor House. Yeah. They won uh, many awards, nominated for James Beard Awards. And unfortunately, uh, Joe passed away in 2019 and Paul, brother, became the sole proprietor of the Bartolotta restaurants. And they plan to open a new restaurant this year. Yeah, the Commodore. Commodore mm-hmm. Later in 2023. And to celebrate the anniversary over at Ristorante Bartolotta, they will be uh, doing a new menu, Un Viaggio Nel Passato, menu on March 24, featuring favorite dishes from throughout the years, such as Papadelle al Sugo da Nitra. Uh, that would be Papadelle with a duck sauce. Okay. Raviolo di ricotta. Ricotta. My, ricotta, my Italian is not that great. Like, you should do it. Um, well, okay. The, there's a ravioli with ricotta, spinach, and something that I'm not sure because I don't know Italian that well. Wow. Um, a branzino. An aquapaza. Yes. And then there's signature tiramisu. Okay. So, yeah. So you want to celebrate uh, the anniversary. They have something special going on on March 24th. So be on the lookout for that. We'll post links to that over at our website at radionilwaukee.org. Next, uh, Anne. Uh, yeah. I, I saved this one for you. Okay. There is a tequila and mezcal bar coming to the former Triskele spot. Yeah. You know. You're saving you, it for me. You like, what do you like more? You like tequila or mezcal? I don't drink either of them, Tariq. Come on, Pinocchio. Your nose is growing. People can see the nose <laughs> oh, growing. Stop. No. Like, I've seen you out drinking tequila shots. <laughs> Choking aside, we got to look out for uh, Tequila Mezcal Bar in the former site of Chesquele's, uh 1801 South 3rd Street called La Pena, and which is uh, basically the name, the heart of the agave plant which is the used to make tequila and mezcal. Of course, tequila, if you know, it has to be made in a certain region, kind of like champagne, right? Mm-hmm. But mezcal can be kind of made anywhere. Yeah. But tequila has to be made in a certain region, right? He plans to have feature 100 different tequilas and more than 30 mezcals. They also have a, a space to educate and have flights and tastings and more. But I like mezcal. I like mezcal margaritas. I'm actually, I like the smokiness. Uh-huh. You like margaritas? Uh, I used to. They're just so sweet. I don't, you, you, they're too sweet. You got to make them not sweet. Where do you get your margaritas from? You got to go to a good place that don't make them sweet. That's your problem. Yeah. So yeah, you don't look out for that if you are a fan of tequila and mezcal. Also, just to let you know, over at Potawatomi Hotel and Casino, Sushi Bar uh, Rui has opened up this week and they have brought some of their favorites back and they have some new items like a Wagyu roll featuring Wagyu beef, sesame, soy, scallion, 
and daikon sprouts and it's torched wagyu with a truffle ponzu and of course I enjoyed that sushi bar. When it was open, it was one of my favorite sushi mm-hmm. bars in the city. Yeah, I remember going there too. They got some nice option, different option than other sushi bars in the, in the city. And finally, you were in the magazine. I have a, a section in the magazine called The Dish that the we dish. just renamed this. And okay. I have a column in there that I called, I Tried It. Okay. So this is something that'll run periodically in the magazine, but this particular one, was inspired by this recipe that turned viral and it came from that show with a bear which is on fx and hulu um, if anybody's seen it it's a great show it's about a fine dining chef who goes back to his hometown of chicago after his brother passes away to run his brother's italian beef restaurant so there is this scene in, in the show where you, you see this index card and it has this red sauce recipe and it's like family meal spaghetti, essentially. Mm. So it's garlic cloves, basil steeped in oil and San Marzano tomatoes. So I was like, huh, this is interesting. Would this make a really good red sauce? I mean, I noticed online that tons of people were making this. This was just like everybody's making this sauce. So I did some research and I was like, I want to see who's making this and actually getting a lot of really good results from it. So I found this a couple different recipes and I combined some of the techniques from both of them. And that's what you see in my I Tried It column. So some of the things that are very key about this recipe are that you make a basil steeped oil. So you put olive oil and garlic and pepper flakes, red pepper flakes and basil leaves in a saucepan. And you kind of cook that down till the basil is wilted. So for maybe two to three minutes, and then you set it aside and then you take uh, another pan and you heat up some butter and you take two halves of an onion And you put that in the butter and you basically saute that. You just let it kind of just. Caramelize? Yeah. Well, you kind of let the butter become like browned butter. Mm. But then what's surprising is that you take the onion out. That's the only application of the onion. It's almost like the onion, the butter becomes sort of like onion infused. So then you add your San Marzano tomatoes And you kind of break that down with like a wooden spoon and you cook that for maybe 20 minutes. And then you take that oil, that infused basil oil, and you take an immersion blender and you kind of chop it up so it's real chunky. You don't want it to be a puree. Add that back to the pan of the sauce that you just made, the San Marzano tomatoes. And you continue cooking that for maybe 10 minutes or so. And then in another pot, you start cooking your pasta. So you want your spaghetti. And when that's done, you add that to the sauce. Okay. And it seems like, oh man, this is just so simple. Could it really be flavorful? It's, it's really good. It's really good. It's just simple, you know, and the keys are using those San Marzano tomatoes. Those are the best tomatoes. You want to have that. And you, you got to have fresh basil. The San Marzano tomatoes. Yeah, I think like I they're about sweeter. It. I think they're sweet. Yeah, they're just there's just something about them. They don't 
they don't have that tinny flavor that a lot of mm. canned tomatoes have. Okay. I just, you know, I just think, yeah, I think they're okay. worth it. So anyway, this sauce is delicious. You can add a little fresh parm to it and maybe a little more fresh basil on top. Make sure you have enough flaked sea salt to get a little, maybe get a little bit more flavor on there too. But it is, it's really delicious. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. You can find that in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Spice. This Spice is edited and produced by Kiri Salinas with generosity and support from our membership. Don't forget, feedback is important, so please rate and review. And as always, and stay hungry. And keep the Malord cold. Have a good weekend. You too, Tariq. <laughs>